0: You're listening to Tales of the Text, Headphone Drama, Secrets, and Plot Twists. And this week's episode is called Accidentally Crushing.
1: I love you, G. It's, it's really
2: scary, it is, but maybe if we're more vulnerable, we can solve a lot more problems because then we'll see uh, the raw form of each other. scary. Once you see the raw form of someone... All I could think was this nigga tweaking. I wiped the smile off my faces across the street to get on the bus back home. It was my best friend's birthday next week, so I thought I should start off by giving him a milkshake. We've been homies for a while, about a year to be exact. I don't know exactly how, but we became best friends a few months ago. I mean, we tell each other everything. To him, I'm one of the guys, and to me, he's like a brother. I mean, don't get me wrong, Derek is fine. Like 6'8", dark skin, funny, all that. That's just my bro.
0: Micah texted him back not long after reading his message. She typed it out as, I love you too, G. But by the time she pressed send, it read, love you too. She didn't want him to read that and feel anything more than what she meant. After stopping at her house, Micah headed to a plaza close by to finish Derek's birthday shopping. She hadn't gotten him anything and was a little pressed about it.
2: As I walked into the store, I was overwhelmed. You need any help? No, I'm good. I'm just shopping for my homie.
0: Damn. I wish I had a homie that shopped for me. I mean, yeah. That's my best friend. Usually girls only shop for niggas that's real special. You sure that's just your best friend? Yes, I'm sure. Okay, okay. I'ma be back here if you need anything, Ma. If he like music, we got some dope ass shirts on the back wall.
2: I walked towards the wall and saw the perfect shirt. After buying it, I went to the dollar store and picked up a birthday bag and a balloon. By the time I got home and showered, Derek was calling. What's up, G? Nothing, just opening my food.
1: You want me to call you later?
2: Nah, it's fine. I can multitask.
1: You did your homework?
2: As he asked, my eyes looked over to my book bag knowing I had homework that I should be doing. So, I had to make an executive decision. Nah, I ain't have any. I was work.
0: Like any other night, Micah and Derek sat on the phone until early, early in the morning. But instead of hanging up when she fell asleep, Derek just put his phone on the charger and let her soft breaths put him to sleep. As days passed, it was finally Derek's birthday. And even though Micah wouldn't admit it to herself, she was more excited for the day than he was. As usual, they texted back and forth all day long, but now they were making plans for Derek to get his birthday gift.
1: You could just slide up to my job.
2: With balloons? I don't really know about that.
1: Damn, G. You really went the extra mile for a nigga. I can pick it up from you then.
2: Being the overachieving person that I am, I got him a few things that made this bag an inconvenience to carry. And with an orange balloon tied to the handle, it really would have been pointless to not drop it off, especially since I was already at school with
0: it. Micah read his message, but took a while to text back since her classes got a lot busier. But by the time she opened up the thread, Derek had let her know that they let him go home a little earlier.
1: Just slide on your way home then.
2: I don't know what it is, but as soon as the bell rang, I paced myself to my locker and with little conversation, I left my friends to head to Derek. I changed out of my PE clothes and into a fit that made me feel and look cute. I mean, yeah, the balloons weren't no to deal with and I didn't want to go home in leggings, but why was I rushing to see this nigga? I asked myself and thought that by stopping at Dunkin' Donuts, I'd slow myself down and not let him know that I came straight there. Instead of heading straight out the door, I sat down and enjoyed half of my iced coffee before getting on the train. By the time the train ride was over, I prayed that I didn't pee on myself. My stomach was doing flips, and I didn't know why. My palms were sweaty, and when he texted me his address, it all got worse. My bladder was full even though I used the restroom before my last period, so I sent him a text telling him to be at the door and ready to let me use the bathroom.
0: As the bus stops got closer, Micah got more anxious.
2: I literally felt butterflies. The shit was unreal. I mean, even though we were close and always spoke over the phone, we never really hung out together in public. Every time I mentioned us going out by ourselves, he would say some variation of, that looked like something, G. I never asked too much because he'd always had a girlfriend up until a few months ago, but the couple of times that I did, I was guaranteed that reply.
0: As the CTA voice announced the stop before Micah's, she felt the world slow down just a little bit. After pulling the string to request the next stop, she noticed that her hand was a little shaky. Hey, I'm outside. After sending the message, Micah scurried across the street and towards the doorway that Derek was standing in. In a plain t-shirt, slides, and gym shorts, he made her... Her mouth felt dry. Her stomach is doing this little quivering thing and his ways were so deep that she almost forgot about her full bladder.
2: I passed him into his apartment building hallway, allowing him to close the gate and simultaneously tower over me. I looked at him and he laughed at the balloon hitting his nose saying, go ahead. I don't know where to go. You leave me. I could barely put together a sentence. Girl, what are you doing? I thought to myself. I shook myself out of a sudden stupefied state and let him show me to the bathroom. I looked in the mirror and wiped my face after washing my hands. I calmed myself down somewhat and exhaled before opening the door to him standing there.
1: You need me to track the bus?
2: He caught me off guard a little. So you just not going to open your stuff?
1: Oh, I ain't not know if you wanted me to do that. Now what? But I...
2: I laughed it off as I turned towards his room and stood in the doorway.
1: Gee, you're making me nervous standing in the doorway. Can you come sit down?
2: Honestly, he was making me nervous. I had to lighten the mood in some way, or I was going to have an anxiety attack. Shut up, Baldy. Hey,
1: don't talk about my bald spot.
2: You said it. He pushed me back, making me swing and hit his shoulder before sitting down in the chair next to his bed. I sat my purse down and folded my hands. It had finally registered that I was nervous, and I didn't want him to know that. He looked towards me and laughed again.
1: What? It's hot as hell in here. You not going to take off that out west-ass feather jacket you got on?
2: No, nigga, I'm fine. I can't stay long anyway. Why not? His face read a mixture of concern and disappointment, which somewhat caught me off guard. I had an essay to finish before 8 o'clock, and it's already like 5. Now let's go. I lied so
0: hard, I had days to finish that essay. All
1: right, let me hurry up then.
0: As he opened the bag, he grabbed at the card first, making Micah look away. She laughed as he read it out loud.
1: Derek, you a real nigga. Thank you for being my best friend. Love, Micah. Oh.
2: He put the card aside and pulled out his favorite snack from the gift bag. His smile getting even bigger with each item. He got down to the shirt, and I didn't expect him to like it as much as he did. His smile then became contagious.
1: Damn, G, thank you.
2: No problem, Beans. His father named him that after seeing how he had, he had a bean-shaped head. It was his real nickname, so that's why I usually called him.
1: Hold up, let me introduce you to my pops before you leave.
2: Y'all remember that flipping stomach thing that I was
0: talking about earlier? It came right back.
1: Yo, pops, it's Micah.
0: Hey, Mr. Parker. Derek's dad responded with a smile and how you doing and kept it moving.
2: Somehow, that simple hey from Mr. Parker made me feel a little closer to Derek. I knew how grateful he was to have a father like that in his life, so to introduce us even briefly made me feel some type of way.
1: Call me when you get home, cool.
2: I, G. As I walked to the bus stop, my mind was running 10 miles a minute. I looked back to see him watching me in the doorway as I got on. I was really in Derek's house. It looked completely different from what I thought initially. I mean, I don't know what I expected, but your girl was so nervous, and I don't really know why.
0: Naturally, the relationship between Derek and Micah grew stronger every day. The two were level-headed and had similar mentalities, so they got along perfectly. They both wished... That they'd met each other a lot earlier in life. Citizen
2: standing there with me on their way to work. Then a barber shop right across from the street, so I know I'm safe in case anything was to ever happen.
1: All right. So what happened?
2: I'm standing there with my headphones in or whatever, but I felt my lips were dry, so I put on some lip gloss. Then I felt somebody looking at me. Of course, it was a nigga. Typical hood nigga, khakis, Jordans, uniform, polo. But of course, he didn't have a book bag and he had on a scully. He'd look up and smile. I look back down trying to avoid him. Right. So what he do? Instead of pressing the terminal button, he gon' ask me if I know when the bus coming. I was already hungry, so I was grumpy. So I told him I'm not the bus driver. He says some, "My bad, sweetheart. I just figured you would attract it." But what school you go to? So I said, "Not sure, and went to get on the bus that pulled up. Why did he come sit right next to me, G? I just know I seen you somewhere. He looked familiar, so I asked him where I at with an attitude, right? Bro, I kid you not. This man said in my
1: future. <laughs> I'm dead as hell. The man is a cornball.
2: For real. And then when he asked how old I was, I said 14. He gonna say, girl, that body look like you been eating
1: good. Oh, hell no. He done fucked up. And you know he did. Not only did he try to holler at you in public, he commented on your body shape, and I know how you hate that shit. How you know? Gee, because I know that's how. It's my job to know. What'd you say after that?
2: Nothing. I gave him a look that made him apologize, and he moved to another seat. It was almost like he called me fat while trying to give me a compliment like I'm thick or something. And at the same time, like, he, he just sounded
1: dumb. He did, though. Your expectations for niggas be low anyway.
2: Whoa, what you talking about?
1: Nah, nah, I said that wrong. I mean, like, from what I was told, it seemed like your pops kind of disappointed you a lot at the early age. So, when it comes to a nigga, he basically prepared you. Your standards high, but your expectations low.
2: That doesn't make any sense to
1: me. Alright, for example... When you were talking to Marcus, he kind of surprised you with the little stuff he did, like with the flowers and lunch dates and picking you up in the beach and all of that, which is stuff that you deserve and y'all wasn't even together. So when he did pull all that fuckboy shit in the end, you weren't even torn up about it. It's like you prepared for the worst, even though you deserved the best.
2: He read me like a book. He paid attention. He showed me that he was observant. He showed me that he listened. Usually, I'm always a listener. Always. Never fails. But when I need someone to talk to, of course I have people. But he listened and took an understanding to what I had to say. Me and my father had a great relationship, so he really disappointed me. But for Derek to remember the impact of those rare times made me feel warm inside. What? You listened? I joked with him to hide how I actually felt about his little evaluation.
1: Yes, G. I mean, you do be looking pretty, but Buddy was out of line.
2: That also made me feel warm. But a different one. Like a, you been looking at a little old me type one. Pause, so you mean to tell me that you actually be peeking at me like that?
1: I ain't gonna say that. But I do get to see you a lot now that you done upgraded to team iPhone. Bro,
2: you are so wrong. I cannot stand you. We not friends no more. Get off my line.
1: Hey, all I'm saying is that if I didn't know you, I think you are one of them boozy pretty girls that don't like nobody. I was surprised when you approached me that day.
2: Now you know that's not me. People just aren't worthy of my time. Plus, that's not something I want to be worried about. Having a boyfriend is not on my list of things to do.
1: So you telling me you don't know one boy that you just want to build with? I see you on your Snapchat stories pulling up all that relationship shit. Stop lying.
2: I mean, it was one person, but that's just a no-go. Like, a total dead mission. Should not even be a thought. But since he asked, I mean, it's one person, but since he liked my brother, that would be so awkward.
1: What you mean awkward? And who?
2: Nobody. To be honest, I'm not even really on that right now.
1: Well, I got a feeling that one person is me.
2: G, first of all, you've cheated on 90% of your girlfriends. I don't even know who would want you. And ain't your body count like 15?
1: All right, chill out, G. Okay, you just <laughs> tried to go in on me. My girls like you different. Like, I trust you a lot. And for the record, though, I got hella love for you, shorty. You are not some random female. Females like you I'd actually cherish. And my body count don't got nothing to do with this little girl.
0: For the rest of the conversation, Micah was completely spaced out. That night, she couldn't go to sleep until what Derek had said went back and forth in her mind a million times. She could not believe it, but she doubted he meant anything more by it. Soon enough, Micah's birthday was coming up, and it was an event that she planned every day for, from clothes to places to go. She spent a lot of time making sure every aspect of her special day was just perfect. Until this text.
1: I got some bad news.
2: As soon as I read Derek's message, I knew exactly what it was. Everybody who I knew with a job was invited to my birthday outing far in advance. I mean, more than a month. So when it came time for requesting a day off, they were able to. Derek was first, so there was no reason for him not to be there.
0: Every outfit that Micah picked out or try it on, she thought about Derek's potential reaction. It wasn't hard. She just made sure to accentuate the curves that she did have. Michael was stepping out of her comfort zone a little bit for this birthday.
2: I hadn't shown him anything. It was sort of like a surprise. So the fact that he wouldn't be there really pissed me off. But I replied with the calm,
1: what's up? I got manager training that day.
2: Oh, you got promoted? Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Okay well maybe I can't be mad at him But damn I wanted to have somebody on my arm on my birthday I don't like him But attraction between us had been building Flirting had been tossed from both sides Plus my other friends had never met him And they only hear what I tell them But they can't make a judgment strictly from what I say So this would be that time But the boy not even gonna be there
1: My bad I know you told me a long time ago to take that time off But this shit mandatory
2: I understand you You
1: good And your dinner at like 7 I should be able to make it.
2: No, I started at like five, and we should be leaving out before eight. It's fine. You don't have to rush over.
1: It's nothing, girl. I'll be down the street.
2: No, I know how you are about being clean after you get off of work. I don't want to sit next to a bag of common popcorn anyway. He worked at Garrett's popcorn shop, so I said something to change the subject of him not being there. Was I disappointed? Kind of. Agitated? A little bit. Pissed? I wanted to say no so bad, but hell yeah. I mean, you can only be so understanding And with us both being so busy, we barely get a time to hang out no matter how much we talk. I was excited to get cute and go see him.
0: Weeks later, Micah's birthday finally arrived, but it wasn't as great as she anticipated.
2: As I got out of the car, I noticed it was only 8 o'clock. I had a decent dinner, but nothing felt too special about it. Like, I know I'm still in high school, so going out to a nice place and dressing up with your girls is a little bit advanced. But we do things like that all the time. And as always, everyone claims to be your homie until it's time to go out for your birthday, so only about half of the people I invited showed up. I got about three I can't make it, or I'll make it up to you, text messages per hour that I was out. And by the time I got home, I was just ready for the day to be over.
0: Micah arrived home to an empty house and car keys on her bed. Her father promised her his old car on her birthday, but she had nothing to do and nowhere to go. After taking off her makeup and kicking off her heels, Micah sat and played with a piece of birthday cake, still in her jumpsuit before hearing the FaceTime ringtone.
1: What's up, birthday girl?
2: It was Derek. Nothing. I just made it home.
1: Same, G. I could have stopped at your dinner then.
2: No, that's fine. I'm not mad or nothing.
1: See, now I know you're mad because I didn't ask you that. Oh, wow. Don't know wow me. Did you at least have fun?
2: Yeah, it was decent.
1: It don't sound decent to me.
2: His face went out of the camera for a second and I was left staring at his ceiling on my screen. I rolled my eyes.
1: You know I can see you rolling your eyes, right? What's the issue? What happened?
2: Well, for starters, I was late because my sister decided to go to the mall early this morning and people were supposed to meet me at my pops house at twelve. I didn't get there until 2. Then we get to the bowling alley and they told me that they were closing early at 4.30 because there was a party going on. And by then, it was already 4-ish. So I took pictures until about 4.30 and went to the restaurant. Marie had to send her food back and the spices and Janelle's made her send hers back too.
1: Damn, that's tough.
2: As hell. As I talked about it, I got more agitated. It really just felt like a really long day.
1: Did everybody show up? No.
2: It was really just a really long, unnecessary day. No memories were made. It felt regular.
1: That's crazy, bro. I don't mean to cut you off, but I need to get in the shower, and I know you probably don't want to take off your makeup and stuff.
2: I was just going to take this jumpsuit off, but all right, I'm going to talk to you later.
1: All right, send me the pictures you took. Bye.
2: I picked up the paper plate with plate and birthday cake and threw it in the garbage before turning the kitchen light off. I walked into my room and threw my phone on my bed and came out of my clothes and started for my shower as my FaceTime ringtone rang again. I thought she was getting in the shower.
1: Gee, I am, but can you do me a favor, pretty please? Wait. Can you stay on FaceTime while I'm in the shower? I'm home alone, I just saw a spider in the tub.
2: (laughs) I'll laugh before agreeing to stay on FaceTime. Damn, I'm home alone too.
1: Your pops is out of town, so what you about to do?
2: Sleep. I took the opportunity to turn off my screen and get into the shower too.
1: I'm about to pop out with the guys. You sure you don't want to go out?
2: Spending the rest of my birthday celebration with Derek? Why not? I have nothing else to do. I finished my shower first after agreeing and texting my father. He texted back. He said, you're a young adult. You can make responsible decisions. Don't make me have to shoot nobody, but you don't get out enough anyway. It's your birthday, so you don't have a curfew, but don't make me regret my decision.
1: Yo, Pops, turned as hell. He can trust me with his daughter. Boy, shut up. Why are you taking off your scarf? I'm leaving outside the house. You ain't got to get cute and try to impress nobody. You look bad now. No, i I'm putting on clothes.
2: I really wanted to tell him that I'm only getting cute because I'm seeing him, but that's none of his business. He had just got out the shower as I was picking up my clothes. I put on the necklace I'd worn earlier, a pair of dark wash jeans, a jean jacket, and a v-neck. I didn't want to make it
0: obvious that I was doing too much, so I avoided being extra.
1: Hey, call me when you outside. I'm finna grab a peanut butter and jelly.
0: Micah hung up quickly and walked out the door. By now, Micah had convinced herself that the tumbling in her stomach was all from physical attraction. Nothing more. She called Derek when she got outside and he buzzed her in before opening the door to his apartment.
2: He stood there, moist chest and gray sweats. I nearly buckled, but I held it down with some snarky comment about how...